This is Barry Zelma speaking for Claim School Incorporated's blog, Zelma on Insurance. Today we're going to talk about why, at least in the state of California and probably everywhere else, convicted fraudsters must make restitution to the victims of their crimes, and why insurers must demand and prove the amount of restitution required to make them whole. In a case where defendants Alfredo Ayala and Juan Luis Ayala owned farm labor contracting businesses and shared business offices and office staff, the defendants were charged with insurance and tax fraud by underreporting their payroll amounts. Alfredo and Juan pleaded no contest to workers' compensation insurance fraud and tax fraud, agreed to pay restitution to the Employment Development Department, and requested a restitution hearing to determine restitution owed to their workers' compensation insurance companies. After a hearing, the trial court awarded restitution to the insurance companies measured by the amount of lost premiums caused by the defendant's false payroll reporting. In a case called The People v. Alfredo Ayala and The People v. Juan Luis Ayala, decided by the California Court of Appeals on March 16, 2023, with a very lengthy opinion, reviewing facts in detail and evidence from the defrauded workers' compensation insurers, affirmed the restitution orders based on the evidence presented by the insurers. The defendants stipulated to a factual basis for their pleas based on police reports and grand jury proceedings. One pleaded no contest to workers' compensation fraud and tax evasion by false statement, and Alfredo pleaded no contest to tax evasion by false statements. Alfredo waived time for sentencing, and the trial court reduced count 21 to a misdemeanor and ordered Alfredo to serve a three-year term of probation with conditions that Alfredo obey all laws, pay restitution to the EDT, and return for a restitution hearing. The trial court held a restitution hearing as to both defendants on July 9, 2021, and announced its decision on August 24, 2021. The trial court denied defendants subsequently filed motions for reconsideration, and sentenced Juan to three years in prison, suspended execution of that sentence, and placed him on probation for two years. Typical workers' compensation insurance policies are based on estimates. The experience modification is determined by comparing a specific employer's payroll and losses to other similar employers. The experience modification can lower the premium if the employer has good safety practices, but can result in a higher premium if the employer has a negative history of accidents. 
The trial court stated that restitution should make the victims whole and not entitle them to profit, but in this case, the trial court used the findings of the insurance company auditors, whom, quite frankly, it just felt were more credible. California crime victims have a constitutional and statutory right to receive full restitution for economic losses suffered as a result of a defendant's criminal conduct. When a defendant is convicted and sentenced to state prison, Section 1202.4 limits restitution to losses caused by the criminal conduct for which the defendant was convicted. The Court of Appeal concluded that the trial court did not abuse its discretion in determining that the defendant's criminal conduct was responsible for the insurance company's lost premiums and the amount of those losses. At a restitution hearing, the prosecution is required to establish the amount of the victim's economic loss, not the criminal conduct underlying the charges. Restitution hearings are intended to be informal and do not require any particular kind of proof. The trial court may accept a property owner's statement made in the probation report about the value of stolen or damaged property as prima facie evidence of loss. The defendants argue that the trial court could not award restitution unless the prosecution presented direct evidence that defendants intentionally falsified payroll and submitted falsified payroll to generate lower premiums. Defendants' pleas of no contest and accompanying waivers were sufficient to support the trial court's award of restitution based upon the defendants' massive underreporting of payroll to the insurers to reduce their policy premiums. The Court of Appeal also concluded that the trial court did not abuse its discretion ordering restitution because it used a rational method to determine the insurance company's economic losses. Defendants' pleas of no contest established that defendants intentionally and falsely underreported their monthly payroll to the insurers to pay lower premiums and furthermore, the willful underpayment of insurance premiums clearly constitutes an economic loss. The methodology adopted by the trial court appeared rational to the Court of Appeals, and it concluded it did not produce a arbitrary result. By the plain language of the st statute, the victim's economic loss must come as a result of the defendant's conduct. Victims are only entitled to an amount of restitution so as to make them whole, but nothing more from their actual losses arising out of the defendant's criminal behavior. The Court of Appeals concluded that the trial court did not abuse its discretion in awarding restitution for the total amount of unreported payroll as opposed to limiting the award to the payroll amounts reflected in the voided payroll check register, even if it had not rejected defendant's evidence. To the extent the scope and nature of defendant's misconduct precluded an exact determination of the insurer's losses, 
the equities favored the insurers as far as calculating the amount of restitution that is due. After reviewing all the relevant considerations, the Court of Appeals was satisfied there was a factual and rational basis for the trial court's restitution order. No abuse of discretion or other ground for reversal had been shown, and therefore the Court of Appeals concluded the trial court did not abuse its discretion in calculating restitution in the case and affirmed the judgments. In my opinion, insurance fraud convictions, especially workers' compensation insurance fraud convictions, are rare. The fraudsters often get away with their crime. When there is a conviction like that of the Ayala brothers, that they must make restitution to the workers' compensation insurers who they admitted they defrauded. The court reviewed the testimony of each insurer and ordered restitution based upon the evidence from the insurers about the premiums they should have received. Those insurers should be emulated by every insurer that is the victim of insurance fraud where the fraudsters are convicted and provide evidence and demand full restitution as did the insurers that were defrauded by the Ayalas. Restitution is often paid almost immediately because failure to pay defeats the probation granted and the suspended sentences granted and the defendants would then go directly to jail. It's a great incentive and saves the problem of a lawsuit. This video was adapted from my blog, Salma on Insurance, which is available free to anyone who clicks on the URL zalma.com blog. The blogs are posted at least five, sometimes six a week, and you can be advised of each blog posting, and there's now more than 4,450 posts by email if you subscribe. And it doesn't cost anything. You can also subscribe to these videos at rumble.com or at youtube.com, where they're both posted for free. And if you like them, I'd appreciate it if you click on the like button for YouTube and the rumble button for rumble.com. And if you wish to get into and learn further videos and blog postings that give you more detailed information about the law and claims handling, please consider subscribing to my Locals community or my Substack publications. Thank you for your attention.